This time on TNT. The Torrens Family Vacation. Ish. I have evidence of that tree shaking around with all the Christmas lights on it. And I have a new favorite Christmas carol, buds. A few of them, actually. It's all coming up right now on TNT. Hello. Well, I got to tell you, bud. What's up, bud? I'm a little banged up. You're banged up, are you? Yeah, not on uh, not on the adult beverages, just on um, just on the hecticness of life. What's the matter? Just a, a heavy week? Well, so in the last seven days, as you know, travel is a lot. Travel at this time of year is a lot. Travel at this time of year during uh, restrictive challenges, it just adds a whole other layer. So uh, last Sunday... Drove to Halifax to get a brain scrape so I could fly to Sudbury and do uh, my last day on Shorzy. Mm-hmm. Uh, get, uh, fly up there Monday. Um, work Tuesday. Have to get a COVID test to, before I can go to work. Mm-hmm. Um, fly home Wednesday. Uh, we drive. We decided to, um, as, as we've talked a lot about, so much disappointment for the children. Uh, and and there's a bit of a spike here in Nova Scotia right now. So in the last week, both girls' concerts, well, one was canceled and one went virtual. Um, so they're like, man, come on. So yeah. we'd had, uh, as you know, Carol and I had this false start to Boston mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago. And we were like, you know what? Put a smile on the kids' faces. Let's go to Boston. Um, and take them and take the dog. So the six of us get in the car. <laughs> And drive, oh. we get across the border, and then things start to go bananas in Nova Scotia while we're gone. Yeah. Um, with this St. of X uh, ring ceremony spike, and suddenly hundreds of new cases a day, which is new turf for us in Nova Scotia. That's like, a whole new one, yeah. New records it's, every day with the number it feels of like you have to. It feels like you have to say this new variant, like you can only scream it like from the top of a mountain. I'm Omicron! <laughs> I know. I feel Omicron! Like it's Omicron International Hotel, Omicron um, <laughs> International Airport. Um, I know. It, it just seems like a transformer or something. It just spreads like a beast. And so that's get the this. scary part, right? Yeah. Okay. So everything is, yeah, everything is So we go to Boston and here. we're like, you know what? Uh, most of the time we're staying in the car. Some of the time we'll be in the hotel. There's a lounge at the hotel where you can go and kind of keep to yourself. We'll go for walks outside. We're not going to a Bruins game, right? Yeah. We're going to keep it pretty low-key. Um, it's it's uh, not a time of year you would do a lot of shopping for yourself because Christmas is just around the corner. So um, we're going to keep it pretty low-key, but we're still going to go because mm-hmm. we've had so many, no, we can't, sorry about that, things have changed, sorry about that. Like, as you know, yeah. Suge was playing uh, um, Sweet Child of Mine and Jingle Bell Rock in the oh, rock band yeah. concert. Canceled. Yeah. Um, Indy and Suge had worked out this uh, uh, Silent Night fake out. Did I tell you about it? Silent Night fake out? So for Indy's piano recital, uh, they're uh, going to uh, start with, they're doing it together. And it goes, Silent Night, hold on. Let's do something more upbeat and then they launch into rump pump 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 yeah i'm on the drum yeah i'm on the sweet drum this justin bieber rap from his version of little drummer boy classic gone Just virtual. It. 
just good times gone yeah. virtual so gone yeah virtual. on the computer indies uh indies uh school christmas concert gone virtual so that's why we're like you know what even if we just stay together we're going to the boston didn't okay. anticipate i don't know why should have um you need a test to get back into canada of course knew that yeah but it's hard to get an appointment because everyone's okay. going everywhere all the time. Yeah. So the only option for appointment was to order in. So uh, this so they, nurse, Allie, yeah. comes to the hotel and, and does a test for uh, Carol and me. Those are 500 bucks, though. Yep. Yes, they <laughs> <Yeah>. are. <laughs> 500 each. Carol mentions in passing that night, like, <laughs> so you, we're sure that the girls don't need tests? I was like, well, I'm pretty sure they're 12 and under. Go on the yep. Google. Right. They need tests, too. Yep. So I had to oh, find man, tests that's... in New Hampshire yesterday to so go. So that's like, that's like flights, basically. Basically. Tests. So we, we went to New Hampshire, got tests. Of course, we needed results the same day because we were hoping to cross the border. Yeah. So we're into the tests for, I'm going to say, 1700 Canadian yeah. <laughs> just to come home after two days. Heard a vague rumor oh. that if you're gone for three days or less, you don't need tests, which we chose to not research after we'd spent the dough. But the first I thing they asked we, for at the border was the tests. I think, I think they, they switched it around again in the last week again. They're like, oh, no, no, you got to get a test now. Like within 24 because, hours or something, maybe. Yeah, because it's just been uh, so crazy right now. So... You have to, when you arrive back in Canada, as uh, I'm sure a lot of buds know, you have to get this Can Arrive app. And on the Can Arrive app, you take uh, pictures of your um, uh, vaccinations and you take pictures of your passport and you apply. So Carol and I are going to be re-entering Canada yesterday. Then when we discovered we had to get tests for the girls, you can't add them to your Can App Arrive application. And they're minors, so you can't put in a can-arrive application for the two of them. So we get to the border, and we have four negative tests, four passports, everyone's proof of vaccination and stuff, but it's not on the same file because you can't technologically do that. So it's Jeez. one of those, like, pull the car over, come on inside, we'll get you sorted. Um, delete your application, apply again with everyone on the same thing. It's just... A donkey clinic out there. So, so so did you eventually get to Boston or did you just say, forget it, let's go home? Oh, yeah, yeah. This was on the way back. So, <laughs> oh, so we, yeah, did, okay. we did get to Boston. We kept it low key. Um, yeah. In fact, in some ways, it was more um, bananas here uh, yeah. than it was down there, especially because we kept our bubble small and, you know, didn't go out and eat in restaurants or anything. We didn't we didn't crush some Olive Garden. Take out. Yeah. yeah. Um, in fact... That's the same here. It's just been like sitting around in the house, go out, get some food, bring it back in. Well, I mean, now that it's over 3,300 cases plus, uh, again, the, the biggest concern, I, I know that being vaccinated up, you know, probably might just be a mild thing, but like Lisa's mom's here, and that's, that's where it ends. Like we can't... Uh, just can't throw roll the dice with something like that you know yeah exactly uh, an older person so yeah that's that's uh it's locked down again basically yeah and i i know um i know all the uh hassle and all the added expense and all of it is 
um, no one's fault. It's just a layer designed to help sort of create a colander and catch cases as they come into Canada, and I'm all for it. The only thing worse than not getting tested would have been to get to the border and they don't even ask for it. Yeah, um, for sure. And, and I also know, like, anyone would be uh, right to say, well, you guys chose to do that. That's absolutely true. And weighing all of the uh, reasons for not against the reasons for, um, Carol, who always puts them first, her default was, like, they just all they've heard for over a year is sorry no oops can't not yeah. gonna happen so even a modified version of this trip felt more important than not going but turn yeah. into a pricey little <laughs> 60 hours oh man that, no but. kidding i i uh i heard that uh from a teacher that that um ma like math math for example like if from for grades like you know say like four five six, uh, kids aren't like they don't know their times tables wow. because it's just been two years of just like huh what I'm doing you know online, it's just there's been this gap of like the stuff that you kind of have to be face to face and just keep hammering to get you know. Well, that's the thing about math, especially at that age, because it's a foundation. And everything yeah. you learn from here on out kind of builds on that. So if you if you're yeah. uh, sketched out on that, it's going to be tricky for you. This is this is really um, going to be hard on people's uh, well being, happiness, mental health, all that stuff. If we go back there, yeah. Well, I mean, we are kind of there. I think that now it's almost at that position where it's like, well, if you continue, then it's just going to spread faster. Uh, they've they've limited gatherings to under ten and under here now. Have but, they? Um, yeah, I think I th and uh, live events are fifty percent capacity, Jeez. and like gyms and places like that. So I don't know. I, I, it's just uh, it's and the fact that this is way more uh, transmissible is this. I think I heard a fat a, a stat of the Delta variant on average one person would give it to another person like one one person would can you know one for one one for one this is apparently four people for everyone woof so yeah, that kind of makes sense that the numbers are kind of jumping although it doesn't necessarily mean it's a more severe uh case that you would get um for example i heard uh, a friend of mine that's on tour, their whole, like, uh, out, I won't say who it is, but out of 12 people, five of them tested positive and they were all double vax with exception to the one guy I know that was, had his booster, uh, and he didn't get it. But, um, of those cases, the five cases, they were just like runny nose, very mild. Wow. But again, this is protection to the vulnerable. Cause like, so what do every, they do? Do they shut her down? It's over. They they cancel shows. They go home. You know, it's been a lot of different bands that that's happened to, and uh, you just got to shut it down. Imagine you booked like a year ago. Surely yeah. February twenty twenty two, we should be good to yeah. go. And then this sneaky one sneaks. So yeah. it's uh, it's getting to the point where it's like. What are you supposed to do? And, you know, you can, uh, but like, th this is the time more than ever 
to stick by the guns and do everything you can for the science and all of that to try and get out of this because you have idiots that are seeing, see, it doesn't do nothing. Vaccines don't work at all. That like, that's the dumbest thing in the world to say, because, uh, again, the, this has been spreading in countries where there's very low vaccination rates. And that's why you're getting multiple variants of this. So, uh, again, it has to be, the world has to get, tests and uh, has to get vaccines to countries that don't have them and uh, there has to be more rapid testing the kids finally got rapid test kits in their in their schools so they got like five each jack did one yesterday how'd um, it go it's great it can you know you get one line for negative and two for positive and it, it's it happens in in minutes you know like where were these a year ago just take it in the morning and, and you, you're you you're you can you know you're not going out with it you know um so uh at the Halifax airport just, they're like how many do you want bud yeah i don't know can i have six sure yeah so that's a huge part of it if everybody can kind of regulate their own scene that makes it makes it a lot easier as well that should have been happening from day one because if you take it, you're not going anywhere. You know, you're like, damn, right? You know, as opposed to just going out and next thing you know, you have it. It's just, uh, I don't understand. And it makes total sense that, that, that you can slow things down with things like that. So anyway, we're here we are where it's worse than ever. But uh, you just have to continue the right steps and not... Uh, not not listen to the BS. That's all it is. It's frustrating as frustrating as it is because you want to just say forget it. I don't care anymore. Like it's too much. No, because there's people in our lives that that can't get this. You don't want them to 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 have to go through that. So once it, now, it, when I uh, crossed, I was randomly selected for additional um, COVID testing, and Indy because she has one of two doses so far because she just became eligible. Yep. Um, mm -hmm. we got, uh, tests to do at home and it's actually pretty wild. You go on switch health and register your, um, serial number and wait in the line. And, uh, then a, a health professional pops on the zoom and they watch you do the test. Like they verify your ID and they verify the, um, serial number. And then they talk you through doing the test and they watch you. Like, I, I'm so naive, but of course people would try to cheat it or circumnavigate it or not do it or whatever. And there are fines and penalties if you don't. Um, but what a great use of technology. Hi, I'm yeah. Vina. I'm your medical health person. Um, open yep. the thing. Show me the thing. Let me see the thing. Ram it in your nose. Okay, that's good. Now the other nostril. You put it in a purulator envelope and <laughs> they pick it up from our doorstep tomorrow. Crazy. So this is the crazy yeah. thing. Like, what line item in the Canadian government budget does that come from? How much is that? Oh, I know. A lot. Like but all, it's there. You ever see how like, nice, how fancy the parliament buildings are and how, how they update it every two seconds? And if there's a, you know what I mean? The amount of money that's spent and the, you know, there's a lot of dough up there. So... These are the kind of things I like to see happen, like when you see paved roads or a hospital, you know, instead of like a new Range Rover for the guy that drives people to and from Parliament. 
My father-in-law told me <clears throat> in some cases, like when the economy is slow, and maybe everyone knows this, it had never occurred to me before, they will create jobs like, well, we should repave this road then to get people working. Never occurred to me before that they would just do that so that they could employ people. But I guess that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Anyway. So anyway, it's been a crazy week for me, too. Let's hear it. Um, we, we went to Pembroke because, unfortunately, Belle, uh, Lisa's mom's partner, passed away. So Sad. that was very unfortunate. Um, How old was Belle? 92. Wow. And uh, Bel- Belford Plotz, he was a, a legend of a man. Like, uh, man, like every time you talk to him, he'd have some story of hanging out with, you know, uh, he, he had a, a resort in Barry's Bay where bands would come and play, and he was, like, hanging out with legends, like crazy. Like, I, th- he would t- I think it was, like, uh, um, like, Louis Armstrong and, like, the biggest of the biggest. Just like rolling through and hanging out and fishing wow. or whatever. Did you say uh, Belford? Bella short yeah. for Belford? Yeah, yeah. And uh, like, um, you know, Carol O'Connor, you know, all in no the family. No way. Archie, like just all these crazy stories of um, like Neil Sedaka coming to, to like hang out for the weekend. So Bella is a mad chatter. Yeah, he was also like an outdoorsman, so he would do a lot of uh, hunting and fishing and work in the woods. Like, for example, like in the 50s when he was, I don't know, in his early 20s, he was, or in the 40s or something, he was in uh, out in BC and uh, a logging company, they, they had to move the logging, the actual logging facility over a mountain. I guess to get to a new place for more logging, but literally like with horses uh, carrying all this stuff over a mountain. And he's like telling me a story of like he was on his horse and a pack of wolves came and made the horse, you know, go on its hind legs and he fell off like while he's like pulling up stuff across a mountaintop. Like just insane stories, man. Like out in the bush for months. (laughs) Just one of those guys of just, uh, and so nice. He owned a car dealership and he was a fantastic salesman and he loved cars and uh, he just made uh, Lisa's mom very happy. They were great friends. They'd watch all the sports and uh, stuff every day. He would come down even even uh, towards the end when it was, uh, his feet were so sore, he would still come downstairs and hang out and uh, just uh, such a sad, uh, you know, sad story because even though he was 92, you know, the, you almost don't want to say his age because people, oh, that's a long, great life. It all, it felt too soon. I thought he was going to live to be over 100 for sure hmm. because he was so healthy, you know. So anyway, rest in peace, Bell. He was a, he was a great man. And, so how uh, is Lisa's gonna mom him. doing? It's, it's hard. I mean, she's... Uh, it's difficult for her because uh, they were so close and for, you know, um, they both helped each other a lot. So um, it's difficult, but it's at least she's here with us now and all her family's here and the, the kids are always around. And so she that helps for sure. How and long were they rocking together? Nice. Uh, well, they were actually friends. They knew each other growing up. So they, the, uh, and actually... 
Belle's wife Mary was fr- like the, uh, Shirley was friends with her, so they kind of grew up together. Neat. So when they both lost their hu- their husbands and wife, they they kind of kept in contact and and they just uh, started to they became friends uh, shortly after. And uh, so I, I don't know. I think probably uh, twenty years, you know. Wow. Around there, yeah. You hear that happening time. sometimes, like. Um... It makes sense, right? You, you, you've both gone through something kind of similar. You know each other. You yeah. have a history. It, it kind of, yeah. in some ways, makes sense that you would, um, you know, see each other through that. Well, what what's memories if you can't share them with people that recognize them, right? Yeah. Like uh, when you're thinking back of things and you're with people that don't remember anything that you remember, it's not as cool. <laughs> you know, it sucks. It's not nearly as cool. Yeah. So... It's frustrating in that regard, but I mean, uh, we we had some great moments, and uh, we've been talking about it, and just as, there's been some nice feelings of of uh, his presence in a way, you know. So that's kind of cool too. So how's she doing with like? Is she officially living with you guys now? Yep. Or yep. she's staying with you for a bit? Yeah. Oh, she's there. Yeah, she's here. That's it. She lives here now. We have to uh, obviously go and uh, take care of her stuff, and uh, I think they'll probably sell the house in the spring in Pembroke, something like that. Was it but, their um, house? She and Belle lived Bell's, together? It was Belle's house. Ah. Belle's house, yeah. She lived with him. And does he have, like, uh, so. uh, children and um, family, yep, people yep, around you, I yep. guess? Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was, it was a, a nice little service, and... It, um, Paul and Dan, his sons, are. It was nice to 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 see them again, and and Venetia, his granddaughter, and all the little kids. You know, it's just uh, it's a great family and really caring people. Uh, so yeah, it's just uh, it's kind of uh, at that thing here, you know, where it's a family, and uh, now uh, Shirley has kind of a different situation but there's still a hell of a lot of love flying around in here so are the kids happy yeah. to have her there absolutely for sure yeah. definitely even rebel rebel loves her oh <laughs> yeah because i think when when she has something to eat he gets something <laughs> one of those so he's got Aww. this like super like <laughs> runs over and just hangs out with her all the time so it's pretty cool it's both um, comforting and fascinating to spend time in Bonnie's house because um, my, my mother-in-law is kind of, you know, s- sorting through her belongings and, um, uh, you know, trying to find special, meaningful homes for the things that she collected over the years. But yeah. you realize how much uh, you can learn about someone by their stuff oh, and the yeah. things they choose to collect and the things they choose to keep wrapped in paper and boxes in the basement and the things they choose to display. Know, eh? She has like the, well, and- the highest quality taste in things. And there are so many photos with her with dogs from over the years. Oh, wow. Almost every picture she's, she has dogs in it with her. She was a real <laughs> animal classic. lover and has lots of uh, ceramic critters and real quality China and like stuff that is definitely from a time gone by, but really uh, is a testament to a life well lived. It's neat. 
Yeah, that's the other thing Bell wrote every day in a ledger, right? So his whole life is in these stacks of of papers that uh, it documenting everything. So that's pretty amazing too. He should. Uh, um, Paul was saying to Paul, his son, they should uh, put together a, like a memoir of sorts from all the writings, you know, like the, the things that he he did. So, like a detailed bullet form. Um, list of things he did every day, like went to the office at nine, had a boiled egg at yeah, eleven, or like musings totally. and thoughts every... about stuff. No, both. Like uh, you know, uh, ex- explanation of what went down through the day, and if he if he had feelings, that too. You know wow. what I mean? So just very expressive and uh, um, and so thorough. Man, like I'm like think about myself. I never write. I never was a diary guy. Until um, now, I think. No, I think. I think because if I, that's why I don't. I'm not crazy about photos either because uh, when I look at old pictures, I just feel sad. <laughs> you know Do what you? I mean? <laughs> yeah, I can't. I, I don't uh, get it. Uh, oh, cool! Like I've never watched our video like a, from our wedding. Still to this day, I don't. It just kind of makes me just feel sad how fast time spans and mm. goes. So. I just kind of get freaked out in a sense. So, um, but it's important to, to, to write down, I guess, what you think about and what happens because you might forget. But I have always kind of kept everything in my brain and I've always had a pretty good memory, I think, too. But eventually that's not going to be the case, you know. Well, one of the things that um, we've been thinking a lot about uh, with regards to Bonnie is... It's nice to um, find meaningful things there. And, and mm-hmm. uh, my mother-in-law's uh, extremely generous. Like, you yeah. should have that. I think she would love the idea of you having that or whatever. And yeah. at the same time, it would be nice if you gave these things to people in life. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, hey, I, I, yeah. I think you should have this. I'd love for you to have it because it makes it so special when the person um, gave it to you. So there you go. Yeah, Give your stuff away, time. Jer. Yeah. Give, Give it your away. Stuff away to people. Hey, and I, so and uh, and uh, you know we're 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 less than a week from Christmas here. It's it's coming right up. This is the Christmas spectacular, I guess. Right? That's what this would be. I guess. What I, um, I said, and I sent you the video of I found I got video of that tree. It's really <laughs> see what startling. I mean? Like it's it's the craziest thing. I'm not lying. Like it's moving like crazy, and it's not that windy out. Like. It, isn't that crazy? Isn't I don't how it's understand. Moving <laughs> it's a it's a huge tree, beautiful pine tree. You know, like the ones with that's got the the uh, the the hanging down limb, uh, like of each limb, like the the whatever the the, the leaves or not, whatever the on the pine. It's not sticking straight out; they're just hanging down. So it looks it's this beautiful tree anyway, and it's probably like thirty feet tall. And it just starts going ape shit with the freaking lights, right? All over, shaking all over, and some parts not moving. Like it's, you saw it, and I put it on Twitter. Like you got to look at this thing. What the hell is that thing? Like, is it um, <laughs> is it that the lights are too heavy for the branches? Is that why? No, because I've I've driven by in the daytime, and it's just sitting there, not moving. 
So I don't get it. There's no machinery or something, but it's, it's the moving like spookies. <laughs> the thing has a life of its own. It's really well, they've, bizarre. They, they've uh, they've proven that uh, plants communicate, right? <laughs> like to the to each other and the ground. It's like there is a communication happening. This thing is speaking volumes and is basically ready to start taking it to the level of human chats. <laughs> what is it trying to say? There is. Uh, it's partying. It's like, Merry Christmas, everybody! <laughs> or it's like the Happy Holidays! It does. It's moving around like those two alien dudes that come into the window at Ernie and Bert's. When there was, um, when I was a kid at Micmac Mall in Halifax, there was Woody the talking Christmas tree. And he's this huge, tall, kind of scary looking mask. And it's a big like tree with a face on it. And Woody the talking Christmas tree is back this year. You can Google it. It has a new uh, face. Like it's sort of been updated, but it is... Is that the one in like Norway or whatever? On, Where is it? No, it's at, it's at Micmac Mall in Dartmouth. Oh, in Dartmouth. Yeah, I'm thinking. Uh, isn't there? There's another one in. Isn't there one in Europe? Like that's famous, or is that the one that that's famous? I don't know. The big I mean, face. I don't know if it's famous. The big tree knows about it. <laughs> you should get some googly eyes and put it on that map. Oh, I know, right? That tree is just taking it to a whole new level. I can't believe it. Face up that it's map. Did you share it? Did you uh, post it for the bots? I did. I posted it and I retweeted it on the TNT uh, right. Twitter. So you can, it's so wild. Can check, check it out. <laughs> Maybe we'll post it again for the app uh, on, uh, on the gram, too. <laughs> let's do it. Okay, let's take a break, bud. Let's take a break. Yellow. You know what? Yeah. On our drive uh, to and from Boston, we had a lot of time to listen to um, Christmas carols. And uh, we have the satellite radio, so, you know, uh, country Christmas for a while, and then Disney Christmas for a while, and uh, then, like, uh, Christmas classics. <laughs> um, I have a new favorite Christmas carol. You do? Yeah. Are the country ones like a... Here all don't count on a can of food, and it's a can of can of Santa on a Santa do. Is it like that? Well, this is. We should actually talk about the task of recording a Christmas album as a singer, because there are people like Garth Brooks that have to bring the Garth Brooksiness yeah. to Santa Claus's coming to town, and some people you can tell just feel tortured, like I have to do this, so I'm doing it. But other people kind of find a way to make it work. Ed Sheeran and Elton John have a new uh, Christmas carol. I don't normally like new Christmas carols, but I like this one. You do. Um, the sentiment is is basically, you know, it's there's been some pain this year, but it's time to let all that go and have a nice Christmas. Like it, I like it. I like the music and production. It's really good. All right. Um, <clears throat> Jimmy Fallon has this uh, kind of novelty. Last Christmas, we were wearing masks, and this year we'll be in line for a booster with Ariana Grande and Megan Thee Stallion. I kind of feel like it's a first draft, but it's kind of catchy. <laughs> okay. So then last night on the drive, we're listening to Kenny and Dolly. And our Bud's Fortunate Ones do a great um, uh, job of Christmas Without You. But I was listening to the Dolly Parton classic, Hard Candy Christmas, 
And yeah. I think it's my favorite Christmas carol because it combines all the melancholy and want with optimism and uh, blessings for the season. And mostly what it has is her voice. You just believe it. You just believe everything she sings. So I asked right. you to cue it up. Can we listen to Hard Candy Christmas? We can. It's it's a bit of a bummer. Is it a bummer? A little bit at first. <laughs> so it's sad? Well, she's thinking about stuff that um, she could do. But I want you to listen for the word tomorrow. All right. Yep. She, have you heard this song? I've never never heard it. She should have been the uh, person of the year, by the way, not Elon Musk. Yeah, she's amazing. Okay, so she's kind of musing, like maybe these are the things that I'll do. Yeah. It's from 1984. But wait till she hits the chorus. Maybe she'll get drunk on apple wine. Right? It's picking up yeah. steam. She's having a hard time, but wait till she hits tomorrow. Yeah. How about that? Just crushing it. She hit just like sneaky, eight notes. Eight sneaky notes. Sneaky runs, just throwing it away. <laughs> so the message in this song is I'm having a real hard time. I'm living pretty close to the bone. Oh, here comes tomorrow again. Listen. Yeah. She won't let sorrow bring her down. You can stop it if you want. Good jam. Um, That's solid. The thing about she hits tomorrow with different stank on it every single time, and every time it's it's equally meaningful. Yeah. Like she's really. I I know people think she's great. She's really unbelievable. She is as she's, a vocalist, as a songwriter, as, as a, human a person. Being. Yeah. Yeah. She's just the best. She she. So, uh, She's done so many things, and I can't even, like, people, uh, the stuff that she probably does without telling anybody is the other thing, you know what Exactly. I mean? You can tell that she's uh, a legend, absolute. Um, so I, I like that song because it combines all the things that I think uh, Christmas songs should be. Sort yeah. of melancholy, pretty hopeful, and catchy. It's great. It's crazy. Like if I look at this, for example, I'm looking at this like Christmas playlist, and I don't know any of these songs. And like it, I felt like I like Christmas was like you go back to the the five CDs from you know. For me, it's like the Vince Guaraldi Charlie Brown Christmas is a a great album, great music, or the old with Jerry Grinelli from Halifax. Yeah, or or the old. Uh, uh, Nat King Cole or all the the classic stuff. I, I dig that, but now, like, I don't know who the hell is. Who the hell is Shay? Is that a band? <laughs> I don't know. There's Dan and Shay. <laughs> oh, okay, Dan and Shay is a band. Yeah. Are they country? No, it's like they're like a soul decision, but yeah, yeah, they're country. They're like okay. soul decision. There's a little mask. And then a, a bigger mask, and they, they harmonize. 
There's they're like the ooh, it's kind of crazy. Is it like La- Laurel and Hardy looking masks? Yeah, yeah, it's like Hall and Oates, but country and now. Ernie and Bert, but country. Yeah, like what's so pentatonic- some of the country pe- some of the country people try to have. Uh, oh, that's their um their uh, acapella. Is that country too? No, no. I feel like they want a singing competition. They have um uh. Yeah, they do a nice version of Hallelujah, for example. I'm sure they have uh, great Christmas songs. Who's this but I, guy? I feel like f- for... Give on. Who's that? I have no Give, idea. Give on. I feel like John Legend, Michael Buble. Oh. This is not for me. Nora Jones? How yeah, she the... she's a good Christmas oh. voice, sure. <laughs> Last Christmas, Carly Ray Jepsen. Uh, sure. C- Carrie Underwood, you like her, right? With yeah, John, I like Carrie Underwood. John Legend. John Legend, Michael Bublé. I'll tell you that Carrie Underwood singing um, like, like "Jesus those, Take the Wheel." These people make country albums every year, though. Like they're those types of artists. Like they every year they got a new country album or christmas album yes but here's what i don't dig i don't dig the you better watch out you better not child like that i'm gonna have some fun with it those vocal performances like when they stray from the melody and just kind of make it their own well i don't dig that at all that's the thing it's like do you you, some of people it's like there's something annoying about a new song that nobody's heard about christmas in my opinion just because it's like you, you're thinking like, okay, I don't... Because you, you could just do a cover of a classic, which is probably the move. But it's the people that think, no, I'm going to write my own Christmas song that's going to be better than one of these classics. And it's always not. It's always not. I, I would like you to hear the Ed Sheeran, Elton John one. I think it's pretty good. For <laughs> a that, new carol, that, I think it's pretty it? good. Yeah, so, let's uh, let's compare and contrast a, the new Ed Sheeran and Elton John one against the Jimmy Fallon one. How come he's let's got tee so them many... both up? Okay, hang on. I'm gonna get uh, John and I think I think and... Jimmy Fallon's is called like uh, I wore a mask last Christmas or something. <coughs> and you hear you hear the first okay. chorus and you're like, oh okay, and then it never goes anywhere. Here's uh, the Ed Sheeran. Elton's going to bust it here. Well, this is a... Got those bells. Catchy, right? Wait for it. It kind of sounds like... uh... (laughs) It reminds me of old Right, it's not bad. Where's Velton? Is he coming in? Oh, he's coming in right now, baby. <laughs> right? Classic LT. <laughs> like, that's a good Christmas carol. For I was surprised for a song that's new... 
because I kind of have a bad attitude about new stuff. For a song that's new, that's a perfectly serviceable Christmas carol. Yeah, but like, I don't know. Your Maybe beef with Ed Sheeran is that he doesn't take musicians on tour and he just uses a looping rig. <laughs> he always does that? Well, these days, yeah, I think he's yeah. booking stadiums. He's just playing himself. there with his, just taking all the money. Yeah. We don't need lights. Just give me one spotlight and a loop rig. You know, I'm good. How hot does Elton come in, though? That in the catch. He's so loud. <laughs> he's, he's so de- loud. He's demanding to be heard, right? Yeah. Let's go. The thing, let it go. Um, okay, now. Where is, where is he? You'll know. Here he comes. <laughs> so, when he's singing, like in the booth, I want to, like, is he doing the piano too? Like, just that's not there, but he's just. Air doing piano? His hands on it. Standing up. Yeah, like. Merry Christmas! <laughs> I feel like he does that. <laughs> With the hands. I have all the time in the world for Elton John. And I also have all the time in the world for Ed Sheeran, by the way. And did you know that Eminem and Elton John are really good buddies? When Eminem was accused of being homophobic, Elton John was like, no, he's not. He's just now. Get with it, guys. And then remember when Elton John performed the Dido part? Yeah. In like, oh, <laughs> to, try, to try and get an M back over. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> um, I'll so, do the Dido bit. I'll do the bit. I'll do the Dido bit and get you back. It's like, no, but Dido's available. No, it's, I no, got no, it. I'll do it. <laughs> He's got this big, fancy, sparkling <laughs> piano and fur coat. He's singing it all. He's gone cold, wondering he's, he's, why. He's singing it like Saturday night's all right for fighting. <laughs> he's just giving her. He's been it all. He's been it all. Oh, I said it wrong. <laughs> so when Elton got married to Canadian David Furnish, yeah. um, Eminem sent them gold encrusted bird rings. On a velvet pillow. Nice. Like rings for their birds or just bird rings? No, like rings for your bird. No, no. Yeah. Really? Yeah, Come bird on. rings. Diamond encrusted bird rings. <laughs> on a velvet pillow. No way. Yeah. <laughs> it's a new Christmas and it's time to let it go. Oh yeah, bird ring spot. <laughs> well, he lives. He moved to Stouffville, right? Like uh, near my, where I used to live. We drove by his house, and I'm like, you just see him playing basketball. The circle of life when he's throwing balls, like just no. shooting hoops alone, singing the <laughs> singing random lines. Is that true? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm saying it. He lived there, but I'm and there was like. You can see a basketball net. Like lives or lived? I think he sold it and they moved away, but they're, they're still... I'm still standing! Throwing like 
Three bombers. Skyhooks. Alone. <laughs> yeah, Merry to... Christmas. <clears throat> Rolling like thunder. <laughs> under the car. I didn't know they lived throwing there. Big, throwing big half courts. Crazy. Well, they have kids, don't they? I don't know. Probably. <clears throat> Merry Christmas. Oh, man. That's great. Um... I like the unlikely friendship. Like 20 years ago, he said he was broke, and then he had to go and tour a bunch, and I guess he's all set now. He was broke? (laughs) Yeah, remember? No, why? I don't know. I guess he was carrying like too many houses around the world, and that was too nuts. He was probably spending like a quarter mil a month or something. (laughs) Of course. Rolling with a big nut. Right? You can't. You got to make a lot of money to be living like that. <clears throat> well, wasn't 50 Cent? I thought he was broke, too. Yeah, well, I think he claimed bankruptcy and then, like, I don't know. I don't, it doesn't make sense because he was, like, laughing about it with stacks of cash on his Instagram. Yeah, plus, didn't he? He bought in on the vitamin water. Yeah, he sold his share in vitamin water, made millions. I don't know. <clears throat> um, hey, Jay, are you into the crypto, bro? <laughs> <laughs> are bite, you bite coins no i haven't i don't have any i'm old school crazy do you do you buy those things you well, got no, the bitcoins I, okay i this guy i know <laughs> said i should um even just because what if you never know so i didn't go all in but i i put a tiny bit in just to see yeah and, and? um it's like it's like a set it and forget it so well, so know. far I've lost a few hundred dollars. <laughs> that was classic. Right but apparently, I hitched my wagon to a rocket ship to the moon. What was it, Dogecoin or something? No, I'm not going to give it away, man. Oh, you're not going to say? Is no, it's not no, a it's Bitcoin? Top secret. It's not Bitcoins. What's well, in? Uh, okay, you go to crypto.com, right? Oh my God, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you open a profile and you you're tie not, it to your you're thing. You're kidding? No, 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 no. You're lying. <laughs> no, I'm not. You are so. I'm actually up. not. <laughs> you go there. You didn't do it like that. Oh Don't yeah. You just like talk to your financial guy and say, "Give me, buy me some crypto." Well, here's the thing. Like the here's goods? my ro- here's my Royal Bank is ahead of the curve. Royal See, that's Bank, the problem. You not- don't go to you don't go to banks for financial advice. That's the problem right there. Well, exactly. That's why you need the crypto, bro. No, that's why you need the bro that knows how to make financial decisions outside of banks. Right. Um, here's the thing. I, I am extremely with, uh, I'm not, I'm not a big investment guy. As you know, I like, I like a a home or a bill, a building that's tangible and you see it and you try to buy it in a place that you hope it's going to go up in value. With inflation for me, crazy inflation that makes sense to have real estate at this point. Yes. Yeah. So any, uh, small amount of money that I, that I did invest, um, Carol's dad is very conservative. He's like, the banks will never let you down. The uh, utilities will never let you down. Um, and so that is the kind of the slow and steady uh, route. Um, so uh, you, you know, buy into uh, Canadian banks. Um, that's, it's, it's not going to be like I can retire well, today. You won't lose your money, but you won't exactly. make like, yeah, you're not going to lose your money, but you won't make. That's, see, my issue with, with, 
with that and and is is I have a problem with inflation's getting so crazy that um a hundred like you know five years from now three hundred grand will be like a hundred grand in the bank as opposed to a house which will go up in value or if you're in the market and you're making money instead of it just sitting there, you know what I mean? Right. Because inflation's so crazy that money just sitting in the bank, it's like it's not going to be worth as much because you're not making enough to make up for inflation. You know what I mean? Okay. It's actually well, going see, this the is wrong good. way. <clears throat> this is good because I can use that as ammo for me trying to sell the idea of doing crazy things with money. So yeah. my point is, everything I have is is very um, uh, conservative. Yeah. So I like the idea of doing something a little crazy. I'm a roll the dice kind of person. So you and I both crypto. like invested in Side Door, for example. Yeah. Yeah. It's a uh, it's a maybe. It's a great idea that um, is maybe going to take off the way we know it should. Um, so I, yeah. I wanted to do something completely wild. So I, I just put a little bit of money into it, <laughs> mostly because I I haven't really been able to understand it until recently. And this is the way it was sort of explained to me. Um, property guys did for the consumer uh, what Expedia did to travel agencies, <clears throat> right? It's like putting... Yeah putting it in the, in the hands of the people. So if you um, go to the bank, you want to wire money to England, it takes 24 hours, there's a service fee. In this day and age with technology, why is that the case? Why yeah. can't you just gork some money to someone uh, What with the internet nowadays? Well, so, you, can't, you can't go into a bank and say, I want 10 grand, even though you have it in there. You have to make an order and wait for like a week yes yeah it's crazy so uh this person's suggestion was that banking hasn't um updated with the times and uh i sort of understood that Mm -hmm. um and then the 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 second part to that argument is they haven't done that because you need them to do this stuff and if they have a service that they offer then they can charge for that service and that's how they make money yeah. One of the ways they make money. That makes perfect sense to me. So mm. this is eliminating that sort of middle person and putting it in the hands of the people. I also fully am skeptical and wonder if it's a pyramid scheme and never expect to see this money again. But there is a tiny, the tiniest what if in the back of my head that's like, well, what if? It, it's, not, it's not an amount of money that would be crippling um, if I never saw it again. Why wouldn't I? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing about those Bitcoin. It's like it can go up 10 grand, but then it can go down to, you know, 20 grand. But, yeah. Uh, and that's the only thing I don't like about it is just the amount of hard drives that are just sitting mining and just like, you know, spending uh, enormous amounts of energy just sitting there and, you know, on a hard drive. Guys with, you know, huge warehouses full of hard drives just humming and crushing electricity yeah that's not cool <clears throat> no like especially if you're saying well here you know uh, we're trying to eliminate paper money or whatever the hell the concept of initially was for 
cryptocurrency. I guess it's like you said, just to move money around quicker without the issue. But it's causing so much of a a, a, a big black space in terms of the amount of energy it takes up. It's annoying. It's, it's supposed yeah. to be good for the planet in that regard, but I guess not. I don't. I think I don't think it has anything to do with that. Like I don't think. I think I'm just naive to assume that that's why they started doing it. Yeah, well, I'm naive too, and I didn't even know about that part of it till I was in. Yeah, and now I'm in so deep. <laughs> Get out of here! So no, funny. I'm not in. No, so we'll, we'll monitor the your crypto thing. <laughs> you know, find out if it's up or down. Like that'll be fun to play. The All right, up or down game with crypto. Yeah. and Jonathan. All right. Well, it, like I say, it's a small amount, but um, yeah. I I should be able to retire in six weeks. Six if to it eight really weeks. blows up, because you heard oh, yeah, on you heard, you heard on Joe Rogan that it's awesome, so you're yeah. going all in. <laughs> so is is Joe Rogan into the crypto? <laughs> I think so. Oh man, gosh. that guy's just the the biggest. Like, uh, man, he's just like a troublemaker. That guy. <laughs> yeah, he's like you know what he is. He's like remember when you're a kid and there's like the stupid stoner uncle guy that thinks he knows everything comes over and starts talking about conspiracy, conspiracy theorist kind of yeah. guy you yeah. don't know nothing you're about to do this and remember that guy that goes back to his black lights in the basement his bong <laughs> it's like come on he's dude so Get lost. powerful though i know it's that's just i can't take it it's too much and the the bros that will die for him, right? Yeah, I'm lying. What do you say about him? Fuck you, <laughs> right? Educate yourself. I, I <laughs> don't even my, really. That's my oh, favorite. Educate yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite when they say that. <laughs> you, like, you, you just don't episode, get it, do you? See this episode of Joe Rogan when his doctor comes on and talks about how the <laughs> vaccines don't do shit. <laughs> Is Joe Rogan anti-vax? <laughs> well, it's he's kind of like the Fox News host. He's vaccinated oh, and has done right. all that, but he but he's he'll he's happy to talk about like you know the the issues going on or someone got sick or right. And didn't he eat kangaroo <laughs> placenta or something? Yeah, he, that ivermectin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Iver, he, like he took all the right stuff and ivermectin, but that's all you know. People talked about like, well, I took this, you know, just because it's good for killing viruses and other and animals or whatever other things it, it, it is an actual thing that kills viruses that doesn't mean it's for covid though you know what i mean it has nothing to do with that he took all right. these other things that and he probably wasn't wasn't that bad a case of covid but just to kind of throw it out there and you, know, you get people talking about the only thing that he took is this horse stuff but like the bottom line is just the, the guy's hilarious. Like he's just one of those, like Alex Jones and all those other people. They'll just they they like to stir it up by bringing people on, and then all of a sudden, it's so popular. These these uh, opinions become facts. You know, like how I don't understand how the host of Fear Factor <laughs> isn't it like three hours every episode, and there he just gets like wasted and. And yeah, does but does bong it, he does one every day, right? <laughs> I know. Does he do an like episode that. every day? Yeah. And I'm telling you, people that are fans out there, like, come on, Jared, just watch it. Listen to it. I don't know, man. I'm not feeling it. No, thanks. 
Like, that guy was a comedian forever, but I've never seen him to say anything funny in my life. You know what I mean? Like, I remember he, as a comedian, he, the most famous thing I remember was like he outed Carlos Mencia. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, he's stealing jokes from everybody. That's the only thing I know about that guy in comedy because he's certainly not funny. I've seen some stand up and it's just like stupid observations. Wait, and, Joe <clears throat> Rogan was a stand up? He is a stand up. He still does stand up. Oh my stand-up. gosh! Yeah, like what? Oh my gosh! <laughs> Joe Rogan explains how men are like cats. Yeah, that's there you the go. that's the default. Like uh, men are like cats, women are Ugh. like like that's so hack. That's what I'm saying. It's like the guy at the party, like where you're like, oh man, I think I feel like I'm getting a migraine. I'm I'm going home. <laughs> Do you think wow. you could find a tighter t-shirt too? Like I think there's a tighter one. Go get go go out there. There's a thinner, tighter shirt, I think. So did did he go from fear factor to uh uh comedy uh, the martial arts thing though? The, the, well, because he's a host. Made he's him, a, right? A, well, he was on uh initially, wasn't he on uh that show with News Radio. He was on that show as an actor. So he's an he actor. Was yeah, he's an actor and a host of television shows. So that's how he's got the UFC gig. But oh he's my always gosh. been like MC, host, comedian, actor, muscle wow. guy. I should revisit news bong, radio because Foley's bong, obviously Ricks. funny and Phil Hartman is funny. Yeah, yeah. Andy Dick. Oh my gosh. Yeah, man. Anyway. Bro, Rogan. I remember seeing who's the host of Survivor, Jeff Probst. I remember seeing him at a like Chipotle on Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah, like, oh, that's that guy from Survivor. What was the vibes? Um, like jacked. Yeah, he was. Was he, he was like, jacked? <laughs> uh, like I remember, I saw Fred Durst at a a diner in like L.A. and he came in like high five and the. the the guy in the back and like, yeah, hey, let's go. Yeah, man, I'm here. Like, just, it's like, everyone has to know Fred Durst just came in. You know what I mean? Like, just like. I'm kind of of two minds on that because I appreciate him giving props to the kitchen folks. Well, no, just anyone there like, yo, hey, what's up? Uh, and then the, like loud sit down. You know, yeah, like the yeah, presence yeah. was just like, you gotta know I'm here or else I'm not, you know, you can't handle it. Dirsty. The dirsty, thirsty, dirsty. Who who of any celebrity you've ever witnessed in the wild takes up the most space like that? Who's the most like, oh, here comes Hurricane. Oh, man. There's a lot so of them. So-and-so. Uh, um. Like Mario Lopez doing push-ups before he does a live hit on Extra <laughs> yeah. from The Grove, like that. <laughs> totally. Um, I can't, yeah, I can't, like, I know a lot of musicians that are annoying like that, but I don't want to out them as being so, because it's kind of mean. Cause what if like, they're American? Well, I've, I don't know. I've heard, I've heard about, like, Stories of guys being dicks, but then you say it, and then it's like all of a sudden they hear, "Hey, what are you saying? Talking about me?" <laughs> you know right? What I mean, so I don't know. I don't. I don't want to touch it. Forget it. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. That's probably the right move. 
Yeah. <clears throat> I saw... I, the only person I've ever sensed before I saw them was Julia Roberts. Did I ever tell you that? Oh, you could sense vibe like someone. Yeah, yeah, like uh, like light. It was wild. I was walking down Abbott Kinney in Venice and sensed this like it sounds crazy, but aura, and looked over in the window and uh, she was sitting there having a tea or something. I'm like, wow, you hear that about that kind of movie star quality? Yeah, um, it was neat to see. Well, I, I saw I was at a Lakers game. It was like a playoff Lakers game, and I went into the green room, and Jack Nicholson was there, and Leonardo DiCaprio, and I was like, "These guys are famous." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just like that. Jack was watching some sports, and he's like, "I love these guys," and I was like, "Fucking that's that's guy's so fucking famous." It's like okay, but that's you know what Jack I mean? Nicholson though. <laughs> yeah, no, but the vibe, like you said, there's just like it was just. Like pouring off of them, like man, there's no, there's no denying that those guys aren't something going on there. So were Leo and Jack hanging together? Uh, not really, no. No, but like you could tell they knew each other. That, but yeah, I just thought it was so funny how Jack was like, "I love these guys." He's looking at the TV. <laughs> but it wasn't the Lakers game. Yeah, I don't know was if he it was watching? like another team or like it was. I can't uh. remember what it was, but he just—I just remember him saying that with a Jack face and the big smile. I was like, "Man, that's awesome!" <laughs> like the cat that ate the canary. <laughs> yeah, just seeing Jack Nicholson being that guy. You know what we should do, bud? We should do a bonus episode this week with the holiday hum off and all the usual holiday stuff because we haven't—we didn't get to any of it. I know we didn't get to any holiday hum offs, but uh, yeah, maybe a short episode of uh, with some hum off and some gameage. How about I that? I love it. And the um, the passive aggressive Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. It'll be like a little half banger, but it'll come Super out. Super fun this alert. Week. All right, bud. Good one. Good job, bud. <laughs>